Sonic the Hedgehog has always had a distinctive sound. In the Genesis days, the sound was electropop, heavily influenced by pop songs of the era, and in the case of Sonic 3, even composed by pop stars of the time. But as Sonic shifted into 3D in 1998 with Dreamcast's Sonic Adventure, so too did the sound shift, focusing on rock and roll music. The man behind this change was none other than Sonic Adventure sound director Jun Sonoe, Japanese composer, guitarist, and Sega contributor. Sonic Adventure marked his first time as sound director for a Sonic game, though he had contributed on previous soundtracks. Sonic Adventure and its soundtrack had been deemed a success, but when it came time to write music for Sonic Adventure 2, Sonoe endeavored to, quote, write songs that promoted the game's speed and situations while keeping the best tempo of the stage, end quote. Sonoe and the many contributing musicians on the game try to capture the game's feeling through melodic rock, orchestral tracks, and even hip-hop, and the end result is like most Sonic 3D games in general, a mixed bag. However, the track for Sonic's first level in the game perfectly hits Sonoe's target, thanks to his composition and the performances of Sega contributors Ted Poley and Tony Harnell. Pretty cool. Anyway, Sonic designer and regular producer Yuji Naka was recently arrested under suspicion of insider trading, and I bet he wishes he could make like Sonic at the start of Sonic Adventure 2 right now. That's right, we're talking Jun Sonoe's Escape from the City, performed by Ted Poley and Tony Harnell on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one has been seen heading south. I'm your host, as always, The Snake, joined by my dangerous co-host. Yeah, like Smildenberger. That's my sonic voice. It didn't go very well. Hang on. I'm I'm, I'm The Snake, joined by Alex Smildenberger. It's uh, it's a tough one. He's, you know what? Sonic Frontiers, he's got a deeper voice now. He's older, wiser. I haven't seen any of that. I know he has a new voice actor, though. New voice actor. Um, Or new-ish. Can you imagine if they, like, got of Ward uh, at Sonic the Hedgehog and we get him as, like, an old man? He, like, can't run as fast. <laughs> it's got to work, get back into it. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them. Like, they kind of sometimes push for, you know, more, they try to go for, like, darker themes or whatever. And it's just funny because it's a bunch of mascot suits running around and crying yeah. about things. Well, like, Sonic has, I like, like real Sonic Pepsi things. syndrome or, like, Burger yeah. King syndrome where they're number two, right? So they have yeah. to try, like, outlandish shit to get something to stick. Which makes it interesting a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, if nothing else, it's a lot of failure, but, like, it's an interesting thing to watch. Especially for, like, a relatively high-profile franchise. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, even when he has a dog shit game, like, the fan base is so solid that it sells well enough for them to make another one. Yeah, somehow. And, like, I don't play that many sonic games but i like i'm I'm always watching them i always want to know what they're gonna do next yeah i've always got an eye on them and like and i frequently like consider like oh maybe i'll play this one maybe i could and then i never do or rarely do but every once in a while um, alex hit hit me with it what's your give me a wild sonic take what's a a critically derided sonic game that you actually enjoy i haven't played that many of them honestly sure (laughs) but most of them are critically derided so you could pick true so i could pick any of them but like i've i have like skipped most of them i the the sonic rush games were the ones i played the most yeah i think those are phenomenal games too yeah i enjoyed them quite a bit yeah and uh i didn't like play advance Really, okay, I, I, I played first Adventure Advance. Two Battle for GameCube. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, hell yeah, that's yeah. valid for today. And and that's like, 
Not much else. Not much I could have sworn you were going to just be like, hey, Sonic and the Seven Rings, good oh, game, I, actually. I enjoyed playing it back in the day. I, I, I played it quite a bit, actually, now that you're bringing it up. Yeah, I did as well. Um, I don't know. I just went along with the ride, I guess. Fucking A, right. I think my crazy Sonic opinion, and it's probably just nostalgia talking, but so- the, the Game Boy Advance fighter game, Sonic Battle? Right. That one I actually enjoyed. <laughs> that was I, I haven't played it, but I've like seen it, and it looks cool because it's like a three D brawler. Yeah, or a three D Game Boy Advance plane you have these 2D on the sprites, yeah, yeah, on a three D plane, and it's all um, done with like affine transformations, like Mode Seven stuff. Yeah, so it's cool. It's pretty cool, but uh, best Sonic game I think by and far for me, and it's probably a hundred percent nostalgia talking because even. Like, thinking back to playing it, I can remember all these glitches and jank, but that is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, which I got for the GameCube, and probably when it came mm-hmm. out, or the year after, like 2003. And boy, what a fucking ride, Alex. You said you played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle as well. I did, yeah. My brother bored it from his friend, and we played it quite a bit for a while. Fuck yeah. I remember, it's, like, yeah. we were looking at it, and we were like, wait, how do you say it? Because if well, it's not that difficult to see, but we were You're talking confused. about Chows. Well, not Chows. No, I mean the title. We were like, "Is it Sonic Adventure Battle 2? Is there uh, a Sonic Adventure? What's the? Va- we were confused, but we were also very young. So, yeah, looking at I it now, it's not that confusing. Well. But it's a little confusing. and not understanding that it was a remake of a Dreamcast game. Yeah, that contributed to my confusion. I didn't even know what a Dreamcast was at the time. Probably, I think I knew what a Dreamcast or was. Barely, I wanted one because it had Sonic on it. So, like, that's the thing, is, like, I love Mario, and he's always number one for me, but, like, there was always that not having a Sega growing up that, like, crushed me because Sonic was cool as hell. And I played, like, 2D Sonic games at my my quote-unquote uncle's house, not my actual uncle, just a friend of my father. Right. And I was like, god damn, I want to play Sonic on demand. Like, I want to be able to do that whenever. I want to have Sonic on tap. Yeah, I remember one time, because uh, the, the community center in my community growing up um, had various organizations that would meet there. And I don't remember who I was meeting there with. Uh, but there was a different group, and they had, like, a room to themselves, and they had a, a Genesis. Mm. And I remember we, like, broke in there one day and, like, played Sonic 2. And that was like, oh, they have Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Sonic 2 is a great game. Yeah. That's amazing, Alex. You broke in there. Can you? Well, it was pro- they probably left it unlocked or something. Okay. And you're just like, sweet. And we were like, oh, this room has a bunch of toys that we don't normally play with. And also a TV and a Genesis. And a Genesis. That's the dream, man. That's the dream right there. Yeah. Now, Alex, let's bring it back to Sonic Adventure 2. Do you have fond memories of the soundtrack? Bad memories? Any highlights for you? What do you think of the soundtrack? Oh, I mean, I was totally into it back in the day. And uh, not that yeah. I was, like, listening to it, but, like, I mean, really, I remember this song, and I remember, like, Live and Learn, which Live I think was learn. the same game in my memory it is, anyway. It is, yes. Um, so Live and Learn is, like, the yeah. main theme for this game, performed by Crush 40, which is Jun Sonoe and Johnny Gioli. Yeah. Gioli. 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 Yeah, I don't know. And then I, th- I my, impre- my understanding was that other vocalist, whose name escapes me right now, uh, Ted Poley. The one who's not Ted Poley. Tony Harnell. Tony Harnell sings Live and Learn, and then Ted Poley sings this song. Um, um No, it's got to be... Know, it's man. Crush 40 who performs Live and Learn, so it's got to be a Johnny Jolie on, on your vocals. Does he sing? 
Yes. And um, so no, maybe couple, I don't know what the fuck's going on then. You don't know what the because fuck Because I swear I read it, but I cannot find... I swear I had a link up that had that, but I can't find it. So I might have made it nah, up. Nah, because Crush 40 is very specifically those two entities. Is right. Johnny G and, uh, and your boy Jun. And so... Anyway, they, those are the they, ones I remember. Yeah, they get together for like usually the title tracks on Sonic games. I haven't been on, together for a Sonic game since 2019, but they did. They first contributed on the original Sonic Adventure for the like title track or main theme for that game. And if you listen to those vocals and then also listen to the vocals for Live and Learn, which phenomenal track. <laughs> is it butt rock? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Is, is it rock fucking hard though? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's unusual, particularly for the time, but like we've talked about video game music before, but it's rarely lyrical. Yes. There's some series that are kind of known for lyrical music, like your personas. Even like The World Ends With You has a lot of lyrics and stuff, but it's less common, I would say. Yeah, and those are also in the aftermath of like Sonic Adventure. Like that wasn't happening. That's true. At and, that time. And like Cartridge Days, they couldn't fit the they couldn't fit like actual vocal tracks on. Yeah, you you just didn't have the space for it. Yeah. Uh, my question to you, Alex, is we've talked about this, and I'm sure many people of our generation relate. But your parents being like, "That's not music; it's just bleeps and bloops." Was this? Did this feel like a like a piece of evidence, like a like a smoking gun in your favor? You're like, check this out, though. There's lyrics. You know. That conversation was later in my life. Oh, okay. I, I, even at this time, wasn't necessarily paying attention to the music. Even okay. though I was kind of. But I wasn't like, oh, this is video game music. It was like, oh, this is just some, some more music that is happening at me. Right. <laughs> you know? It was just so, taken for granted. You're just like, there has to be noise while I'm playing the game. and Yeah. And like, that's it. And I'm sure my parents would still say, can you turn that down? You know, all that. If it was yeah. too loud or whatever. But... Yeah, that, unfortunately, that that never entered into it. Okay. For me, this was like a big... I was like, holy shit, real music. And my dad was like, yeah, but it sucks ass. I was like, no fucking way. Escape from the <laughs> you mean city. butt? Rock? <laughs> what, What? because it's butt rock, Dan? How dare you? <laughs> but I do remember my, my sibling and previous guest, Griffin did get... Had to, like, special order the album <laughs> from HMV. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like phone in and be like, y'all got this album? They're like, we can get it for you. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, fucking all right. <laughs> let me get that. Um, All this to say, yeah, huge, huge emotional attachment to this. Okay. I listened to this song this week. Uh, What a thrill. To reference, to reference. a different <laughs> video game song entirely. <laughs> yeah. Another video game song with lyrics. But truly, like looking at the soundtrack, and I kind of listened to a bit of like the ones I remembered. This one is a standout, I think, because it, like, one, it's the first one you hear, and two, I think, like, they really nailed the, like, this is a video game track with upbeat lyrics, and also, here's just a ton of fucking slap bass that you didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, given the time period, it, like, fits in with that, too, right? Because it was, like, yeah. was it 2000, yeah, 2001, mm -hmm. which is, like, yeah, okay, there's pop punk happening. It's huge, and of course, that's what we're going to do, because we're that's cool, right. right? Yeah, it really does draw on, like, pop punk, like, ska punk, and, yeah, just, like, rock and roll being in the mainstream, mm -hmm. being the pop music of the time. And, buddy, let me tell you, 
lyrically, it opens the best way any song can open, besides opening with a chorus, because of course, you know, don't bore us. Yeah. The intro is, is woo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's, you already know to be excited. Yeah, I mean, the song is just... Obviously, you already mentioned, like, it was meant to capture the... Um, the feeling of of the sonic of running going fast yes and it works like it's a fast song it keeps it up it's absolutely frenetic. it captures the gameplay it captures the like the sonic imagery of like edgy cool like contrasting this to nintendo's like fun orchestral soundtracks like sonic was really going in another direction and like did it play out for them in the long run? Not really. Was it still no. a great decision, I think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like too much trend chasing. Like mm-hmm. you said, he's got to go for it because he's number two, right? Um, but I mean, uh, around the same time, we get what? Mario, um, Sun- Super Mario Sunshine? Like, that's yeah. a very different mood. That's a very different sound to this. That's a very different sound to this. That's like... <laughs> Very different, uh, but anyway, yeah. lyrics. And in some way, they're like st- like we say they're trend chasing, <clears> but Sonic is still like trying to chase the high of this soundtrack, where it's like it's, his stuff is usually rock and roll focused. It's a lot more like screaming, mm-hmm. like uh, like I, I want to say emo, but I feel like that's a bit umbrella. Although I think that is part of it. But yeah, definitely a part of it. So like I don't know. You're <clears> right. It's part of this darkness, <clears throat> edginess coming into rock and roll, but not being able to be like, well, we're gonna do Sonic death metal. But we still like, we need to be edgy right. without being just like sludge. Death metal's not popular enough. They couldn't no. Do it. no, they wouldn't do it. But if you're if you're listening to this in game, you're gonna of course get some some in game audio that says yeah. attention all units, suspect seen heading south, block all major roads and capture the suspect. Yeah, because Sonic's being chased by gun, which is the organization. I forget That's what it right. stands for. I was gonna look it up. It's not just like good United Nations, is it? <laughs> I don't I don't remember. I wonder if it I, I've got the Sonic wiki up. The Guardian Units of Nations. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, so he's being chased by gun uh, mm-hmm. in the city. So the, the, the level itself is called City Escape. The song is That's called right. Escape from the Escape City. From the so city. they're very similar. Is City Escape a pun on the term cityscape? Maybe. Because they sound very similar. But they like, sound very I similar. never p- thought about that before, like this week. That's true. And like, yeah, what a what a start to a game. You jump out of a helicopter, riding a piece of that helicopter. Yeah, he like jumps out of the helicopter and then like stands on it for a minute. And he's like, I'm out of here. This is late. Like, and then jumps yeah. down into the city while pulling a piece off and then using it as a, a street board. Yeah, it doesn't have wheels on it. So no. it's more of like a snowboard on concrete. On concrete, yeah. Um... And and that's the beginning of the level. And then that's when that's this comes level, in. Yeah. The the level the there's like a screen that shows you what level it is with a little like blue circle to show you playing Sonic. Yeah. And then you get the, that baseline. <laughs> yeah, which I'm Fuck. sure we'll get into. Um, but for now, we're gonna get lyrics. into it because it is one of the highlights of this yeah, song. Um, and for people who are confused as to why Sonic's a criminal, also insider trading is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. I'm kidding. He's he's accused of being Shadow the Hedgehog, who's like the villain counterpoint. You guys all know this. Come on, Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Yeah, you all know the story of Sonic Adventure 2, right? That's, I think if you're going to know anyone, knowledge. you probably know. Because, like, even I, for, I uh, forgot Shadowback, that, they're like, it's all you really need to know is, like, there's a bad hedgehog, but we like him. Because so. he's an anti-hero. That's right, baby. Um, rolling around at the speed of sound, got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. Can't stick around, have to keep moving on. Guess what lies ahead? Only one way to find out. Yeah, he's going fast, man. Can't stop. Yeah, it's just, Can't stop. That's stop. just a description of Sonic. Yeah, although it has some, like, gotta follow my rainbow, some, like, stuff in there, which is not something I hear a lot. Well, because he's a queer icon, so it's yeah. follow my rainbow. <laughs> the idea of, like, the the gold pot of gold at the end of the rainbow or like luck at the end of the rainbow that's not something i've heard much about in a long time i don't know if that was just big at the time i feel like we used to talk about it a lot right like we see a rainbow and like gotta look for that pot of gold that's right and you would like you'd be getting pot of gold chocolate every year and you're like we all know where the rainbow goes we are gold it's a pot exactly and like yeah i remember in school making leprechaun traps yes anyway I uh, was so convinced when I made one. I was just a big rock covered in gold <laughs> tinfoil. If, if the leprechaun was real, it would have killed him. But I was like, this is going to work. We got to like place him around the school. I just placed it right in front of the classroom door. I was like, these other fucking idiots are like deep in the classroom. I'm like, it's coming through the door, guys. Uh, I, was, I was pissed when I didn't catch him, but you know. Maybe next year. Maybe this is the year coming up. But yeah, gotta follow my rainbow. You're right. That is weird, uh, like imagery. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I just thought about, and this is dumb, but like Bit Trip Runner, I guess, where you run so fast, there's a rainbow, there's a rainbow behind, behind you. you. Yeah, you're like diffracting light. You're going so fast, which I don't even know if that works. Yeah, but also you wouldn't light. be following it. Your rainbow would be following you. Yeah. So I think you're right because there is a positivity. Like you in follow your good fortunes. Like you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's, yeah, and he's like, listen, I can't stick around. I have to keep moving forward. And, and like, like that's whatever Sonic. lies ahead, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to something good at the end. So, yeah, follow my rainbow. I'm going towards the good times. Um, let's see. Does the Sonic fandom wiki have any good connections to say about this? Here we right. go. Yes. Connections to the character slash stage on the fandom wiki. Oh, Rolling around right. at the speed of sound. Sonic's ability oh, right. to and roll he rolls. into a ball and travel at supersonic speed. That's true. He, that's big because he's a hedgehog. So he rolls into a ball. Yeah, that's crazy. So, forgot places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. It says, Sonic's adventurous nature, and he follows what he thinks. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. if that sentence checks out, but I think, yeah, I think <laughs> they're trying to say what we said. But in a lesser way. Can't stick around, have to keep moving on. Here's a little piece you might not have been able to pick up. Uh, Sonic never stays in one place for too long. Oh, because he's so fast. He gets... Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, that's also, like gameplay informing character kind of right that's right because the whole idea behind him is that he's fast so like okay so he moves fast but he also like thinks fast and like and like gets bored easily that's right he's a fast talker his yeah. his classic idol animation is him like crossing his arms and tapping his foot just like yeah getting bored and eventually um i think it's in the first game they might do it in the other ones um like if you just leave him for long enough he just like leaves does he leave? And like you, I'm pretty sure. And you like get a, I don't know if you get a game over or lose a life or what. Damn. Is he just, he's he jumps just like, up. you yeah. gotta fucking, <laughs> I gotta go. If you're not gonna play this game, I got things to do. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Um, we come to the pre-chorus. Must keep on moving ahead. No time for guessing. Follow my plan instead. Trusting in what you can't see. Take my lead. I'll set you free. 
Yeah, that's I I feel like that's weird because it's like okay, we can't stop moving, but we also have to have already planned this out. Yeah, that line is crazy to me, right? No time for guessing. Follow my plan instead. But like, are, are we living like by a, like the seat of our pants? That pants, or are we? Yeah, are we planning things out in advance? I feel like we've put two opposite ideas in juxtaposition and picked the less sonicy one. I don't think he's typically a plan guy. Yeah. I don't think he planned to get kidnapped and then take a piece of helicopter to board down the streets. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I I don't really plan ahead, but also, like, I got stuck in a helicopter and my first instinct was to jump out of it. Yeah. Like, onto the wing. Yeah, onto the... But then I guess maybe we can read No Time for Guessing. Is there an implied second guessing? Oh, yeah, I guess so. So, so it's, it's like, like I, I don't have do, time to hesitate. Yeah. I'm we going with do my whatever plan, do. which is the initial instinct, is yeah. to board down these streets. That makes more sense. Just just go with the flow, but it just makes it sound flow, yeah. like not that. Mm-hmm. And then of course he c- talks about this with following in his rainbow again, trusting in what you can't see. Sonic is a man of faith. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this has always been key to his character. Yeah, he, he I believes mean, in the unseeable. He's got the yeah. <laughs> he's got the like. Um, like the easygoing thing going on, like, ah, it's not going to work out if we just be good or whatever. Yeah. So, it's like, like, it doesn't matter because whatever happens, going you ahead. can handle it. You can handle it. Take my lead, I'll set you free. So, Sonic's saying, like, I'm going to get us one out of the city, two out of out of the this this capitalist system, I think. Is the, yeah, that's also where we kind of shift perspectives a little bit. Not really, yes. but like, we were talking, he was talking about himself. Or the song right, is talking, talking about. to you. Now he's talking to you, so he's bringing you along. And that, like, given the context, it's like a video game where you are a character, but you're also controlling a character, and like right. you're kind of there. It's almost like brings you in, right? And, and to the story. Like, trust, trust the Sonic ideology to yeah. get through the level. Which kind of, I mean, in terms of how the gameplay works in these games, there's a lot of parts Letting where you are in control, of, but then there's parts yeah. where you just have to let the game happen. Either because if you do something, you'll fall off a cliff, or just because you literally have no control. Yeah, um, you're just like on yeah. some Hot Wheels loops, and it's like, well, look at Sonic Go, and you're like, I feel enjoyment, even though I'm yeah. not doing anything. Oh, hit the boost, hit the boost, yeah. So, the song kind of mirrors that. Yeah. Um, from there, yeah, take my little, if we go to the chorus, follow me, set me free, trust me, and we will escape from the city. I'll make it through, follow me. And then we get that again. Follow me, set me free. Trust me, and we'll escape from the city. I'll make it through. Prove it to you. Follow me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because he says, I'll set you free. And then in the chorus, we have to set him free. So you're, you're maybe this is, and maybe we're just jumping in too deep, but maybe this is talking about the bond of player to avatar and vice versa. We have to trust in Sonic as much as Sonic has to trust in us. Yeah, and then there's the physical of, like, he literally needs to not be captured by gun. Yeah, he's like, please use the joystick and the A button to help me jump through the city and escape gun. Like, I'll set you free from your boring life or whatever, but also you're setting me free from, like, literally just (laughs) captivity. Yeah, especially because he's literally running around in what I think is like a a fictionalized San Francisco, I want to say. Yeah, San Francisco. There's lots of hills. Uh, Apparently, Sonic Team kind of relocated from Japan to San Francisco. And that was part of... It's a whole drama, like a whole bit of drama. Like there were two Sonic Teams for a while. Yeah, there's STD, I think, is the one in uh, 
Sega technical development, and then their okay. Sonic team. Right. So Sega technical, de- or either their technical development or technical institute. I cannot remember if they're STI or STD, <laughs> but <laughs> I think they're actually STI. But they were, so Yuji Naka was working with them for a while, and they were going to release the first uh, 3D Sonic game for the Saturn. And then That's he right. kind of stopped them from using certain things. He like didn't want them using the Knights engine, and then was like insistent that Sonic Team should handle the first 3D Sonic game. So one, it kind of like put a nail in the coffin of the Saturn because there was no like mainline Sonic title, and then two, it yeah didn't help old STI Sega Technical Institute STI. Yeah, plus you know the the first 3D Sonic game is now delayed further because mm-hmm. like. The first 3D Mario game is what, 96? Yes. And then the first 3D Sonic game is 99? 98, I believe. 98? Is the Still, it's two years? Basically years. released simultaneously with the Dreamcast, if not just a couple of months after. It was because they were like, hey, we're making the Dreamcast. He's like, that's what 3D Sonic should be on. Yes. And so. Give me a joystick. They, like, I don't want to roll the ball. Exactly. That's built it along Saturn that. controller has a rolly ball. Or that's, there is a rolly ball Saturn controller. That's insane to me. I love Maybe they don't all have rolly ball. It's yeah, it sounds like a I don't know, it sounds like an I guess, you know, rolly balls on mice have worked for for years. So why not have it on a controller? It'd be easy to pop out and clean yeah. it. I actually lost what line we got. <laughs> I think we just did finish the chorus and we're moving into the second That's verse. right. He's gonna prove it to you. Yeah. Because he's he's Sonic, he's got things to prove. He is number two. That's true. He is adventure to. Yeah, he's, it's Sonic Adam. adventure to do. Prove it to you. It's it's the numeral two. Ow, sorry. Would you did you just experience such joy at? No, I like lyrics that I cause poked, pain. I I tried to lean on my arm, but I poked myself. Damn, Alex. Alex, danger is lurking around every turn. Trust your feelings. Got to live and learn. Let's talk about that right there. Live oh, we got a little bit of foreshadowing. Yes, dude. What like? Also, it, it it slots in perfectly. He's like he's yeah. talking about kind of like following your blazing your own trail, you know, following your rainbow, um, not ignoring danger so much as accepting it and trusting yourself to overcome it, and you partially know, just describing the level that you're playing. Yeah, dangers lurking. But like dangers lurking around every turn. You're like, oh shit, he's right. There's a gun robot, and and you're whipping, you know, you're whipping around here pretty quick. So he's saying, trust your feelings, and even if you get injured, you know, you gotta live and learn. That's a life philosophy. So you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, but he knows that with some luck, I know with some luck that'll make it through. Got no more other options. A lot of words tucked in there. Yeah, only one thing to do. Yeah, too many words, probably. Yeah, you probably could just take out the more. Yeah, you could like. Elongate that no. Yeah, got no but like, options. That's the thing is he doesn't have time to second guess his questionable lyrical choices. That's right. Because he's got to go fast. Yeah, he's only got one thing to do, and that is go fast. But yeah, first two, and this is kind of in the simple style of like like sixties music, where it's like here's the basic idea: Sonic runs fast and trusts in instinct. First two expands on that same concept, but kind of hammers similarly. Yeah, and then also tells it in the style of like popular rock and roll music at the time, which yeah. is very like pop punk, and like it fits in what is a fairly pop punk, like somewhat surface level romance. Not like romance necessarily, but like could be construed in that way. You yeah, know? I'll set of, you like, free. It is let's like, be together, and that'll be good. 
yeah, I can show you the world. We've got a bit of Aladdin going on here, right? Yeah. We'll escape from the city. Yeah, exactly. Aladdin, famous yeah, sure. pop-punk musical. <laughs> pop-punk musical Aladdin, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, we get the pre-chorus again, we get the chorus again. That's really it. Yeah, I'll it's not very long. It's you. Oh, not a yeah. very long song at all. It's like, uh, although there is an extended introduction um, that plays in the game. Um, yes. When in, in the helicopter scene, and it's like got more horns and stuff. But it's mostly like a bass jam with like yes. some horns. Um, one more question before we get full yeah. on this instrumentation, Alex. What did you think he was saying when he said, got no more other options? Did you always know it was that? You know, I think my brain just blocked out the more part. Okay. I so think you, I've you always heard it as got no other options. Like, it's just so fast it blended together. And my brain was like, that's not another word. That would be weird. I truly, it was one of those <laughs> things. When I was younger, sometimes I would be like, I don't know what they're saying in this song. And my parents would be like, well, you'll understand when you're older. And I was like, this must just be one of those things. <laughs> I like waited. I was like, maybe one day I'll know what these words are. And they must be some like something new profound. and exciting words. Like something. <laughs> and then this week I'm like, oh yeah, no more other options. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just doesn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It just sounds weird when he says it. It's like questionable grammar. Yeah. Um, but what is not questionable is how much this bass literally and figuratively slaps. Yeah, yeah, the the intro of the, like, it's the main riff of the song just on the bass, like, slapped. Yes. It's quite, it's quite good. It's a good introduction to the song. Yeah, like you know what's coming about, up. like, energy. We start with a slap and bass, and then a dude just comes in and goes, woo, and then, oh, yeah. <laughs> And you're also snowboarding down a city street at this point. Yes. Just smashing into cars constantly. Never have you been more assured that $60 was well spent. <laughs> like, like, all right, me and Sonic are going to have a good time. Yeah, with this tiny, tiny disc. Because right, I played baby. it on GameCube. <laughs> yeah, that's right, me too. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, yeah. shout out. Shout out to the GameCube. Um, the bass is the most intricate part of this, though. Yeah, is it like super, it is it just it rooting pops, around man. even in the verses, and as we'll see in a later video, it is all slap and pop. Like the yeah. playing bass in this live performance, we'll see all slap and pop. Yeah, uh, it doesn't take very long though for the guitar and the drums coming because it really it does the riff a bit, and then the guitar comes in and basically does that same riff. Yeah, for like a while. Doubled up now. Yeah. Um, and being energetic and stuff, yeah. And the drums, fast drums, fast drums, fast drums. And then, but then the verse, the guitar is like it's doing a skank, right? Yeah, basically. There's a, there's at least two guitars there. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's like a high one, and it, they kind of they're kind of opposite because one, it's basically um, I don't know if it's technically a skank, but it's like a very skank fast skank -like. like backbeat rhythm yeah. guitar um and that's like your higher guitar but it, it is definitely like that kind of playing right because like it's like you mute right yeah um and it kind of alternates like two and one dun -up, dun -up, dun -up, but like on the backbeat um yeah. and then there's another guitar though that's like entirely muted but sometimes it allows the notes to ring and it's mm -hmm. almost like a record scratch sound so they're kind of like opposite one will be like ring mute ring mute and the other one's like mute 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 ring mute mute mute, mute yeah ring. and you're getting those playing basically in the opposite side so one's on your left speaker one's on the right. yeah and they're like pretty hard pan to the side 
Yeah. So that's interesting. So yeah, you got that to kind of like keep the energy going as we have these vocals and this bass kind of just just giving us nonstop dopamine. Yeah. And we get to the pre-chorus. It's just a basic like rhythm chug. Yeah. Well, the tra- that I wanted to mention the transition if I mention could real quick because that's when everything like you know, like I'm thinking like ends of lines. Follow my rainbow is one of them. But then of mm-hmm. course. Um, one way Only to find one out. way to find out. And they get the ba ba da 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 and everything kind of joins in. Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. So we all hit those same notes, and then we get like a quick drum roll. Boom, we're in the pre-chorus. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the guitar does start like chugging, like you said. Uh, possibly two guitars both chugging. Uh, yeah, but we're not on the backbeat anymore. Milo. Yeah. Which happens a lot when you're trying to pump up the energy like that in your chorus. You kind of jump to the i want to say four beat but that's wrong the downbeat yeah the downbeat yeah and that chug continues on the one guitar on your left speaker into the uh into the chorus mm-hmm. whereas the other one starts doing something slightly different it's a little like nothing like eye-catching but it is doing like a it's doing more like long notes the higher guitar yeah yeah it's kind of or is this the? It's oh, okay. I'm thinking the, the, the vocal pattern. Like it's following. You're talking about the chorus. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I'm yeah. It kind of follows the vocals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like da 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 da. And then of course the bass is also kind of playing around that as well. But it's it's the bass on this song which fucking rocks. Yeah. It's it's killer. It's the greatest bass in video game history, probably. Who knew? Oh, okay. No, I'm trying to think of. I mean, there's some songs in the world ends with you. Neil, the world ends with you. Yeah, some I good was thinking Persona Five has some good bass tracks. Persona Five has some I good think. bass. Yeah. Anyway, Still, there's some good bass out there. It's, it's, there's some good bass out there, and this is certainly amongst it. Yeah. Um, the chorus seemed long, but it makes sense. Like I was listening to it, like we're still doing the chorus. It's not even yeah. that long. Um, because it's like. 20 seconds? I don't know. Is that long? Not really. They just but do it, it twice. it does have like that kind of gap in it. It is just basically a repeated section, right? Yeah. And it is slower than the pre-chorus, which is weird. Because it's follow me, dun, 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 set me free. Like it, the, right, the it's vocals more spaced are a lot out. slower spaced out than they are in the verse and pre-chorus. That's almost like the breather section. Like yeah, it's the chorus, weirdly enough. But- it's the chorus, but like you can kind of sit back in it. Not that much. Is that are they replicating like a runner's high here, Alex? Maybe. Or you're going so fast that everything around you is also like moving slowly again, like Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. Or it's the time where like they're slowing down for you, and because the chorus is kind of it's addressing you now, right? Yeah. So like they're slowing down, and you're like now you got to come with me, and then we transition again, and they get back into the right verse. Without much time between them. Um, But there's some new stuff. There's a new guitar on the right side that plays with the backbeat guitar. Kind of of alternates with the non-muted parts. Yeah, and it goes from... it pan- So it'll play in the right side, and then it'll play in the left side. Yeah, it moves. Yeah, or... (laughs) Yeah, so there's a new guitar. Um... Is there much more that happens like new in the rest of the song? There's some additional harmonies. Yeah. Going into like pre-chorus and chorus and like more, but like that's kind of all that I got for the new stuff in the back half. 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like like we said, it's basically pop punk with a bit of ska, ska elements, particularly being that the bass is so active. I think it's a very ska move. Yeah. Some of that third wave ska. Hell yeah. And then you kind of get like a big finish or like they kind of trick you know they're like oh make it through but then we do like a rundown on the the drums oh yeah yeah i what i was gonna do but i forgot i i I went back and i replayed the level because it's just the first level um yeah but i didn't like wait around and see what happens like does the song end if you take long enough or right like, do they well, it's tricky because sure. when you get uh because i watched a video of the level because i you know, didn't feel i mean my gamecube was plugged in i could have just done it <laughs> i don't know why i didn't but i didn't and when you grab like a an invincibility power up it plays a different track over it and then resets the track oh so it's very possible in a regular play to not just have the it. track loop because oh. it'll just because um, yeah because it'll come back to it'll play the start of the track so rather not reach the end of the track like, oh, it will loop but you won't come to the end because it'll just restart it rather right. than let it play through. So that's that's what I can tell you about that, Alex, from a gameplay perspective. Gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, One more it's... story about this. Okay. Before we get into the uh, to the official covers, unless you have more to say about this, the original version. No, I don't think so. Okay, um, so I can't talk about this cover officially because I don't think there's a recording of it, but when I was uh, in my journalism program in 2018, I had to shoot a live event, and I shot a a play that took place in a little wrestling ring, which was pretty cool. I shot some photos of that. Afterwards, they had a band playing, and that band played a a cover of Escape (laughs) from the City, and that fucking rocked. Just, Just saying. Yeah, right on. I really needed people to know that. Um, I wish I knew. Remember the name of the band? They're they're pretty cool. I know one of the dudes in it, kind of. But uh, it was a great time. Calgary band and yeah, a Calgary band, Calgary based Calgary band. Right on. So hey, there's that. Um, and if you are a band and you're like, damn, I wish we could cover more video game music. Do this one, guys. Come on, wake <laughs> up. Yeah, there's at least this song. That's right. Alex, we got to talk about some covers, though. We, we do have to talk about week, some covers. And we start out, as we sometimes do with video games, one with an official version by the Sega Sound Team and Cash Cash in 2011. <laughs> Yeah, this one is from the uh, Sonic Generations soundtrack. Yes. Um, so I actually, last night, because Sonic Generations is on sale on Steam right now, mm-hmm. uh, I bought the game and played through to this level <laughs> like last <laughs> night. Um, it's it's early-ish level. I don't know how long the game is, but it's like the second level in the second batch of levels. So I did have okay. to fight one questionable boss. Oh, boy. Uh, how Sonic Generations works is there's... Every level has a classic Sonic version, which is all 2D, and then a like modern Sonic version, which is sometimes 2D, but usually like behind like 3D camera kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Um, so this version of the song is from the classic Sonic version of the level, which they call Act One, and Act then one. and then there's another 
remixed version that plays during that plays in Act Two. Modern Sonic Act Two. Um, there's Modern also Sonic. Yeah, exactly. There's also <laughs> a um, a third version of the song that plays in the level select. That's like a violin version, like Ooh. entirely strings, which is pretty entertaining as well. That is interesting. Because um, I find like key to the song is what their idea was, and that's like energy and up-tempo-ness. So mm-hmm. Was that strings version up-tempo, or was it like lo-fi beats to chill and study to it was not they didn't slow it down or they didn't slow it down much but it was like it was just level select right so it was like if yeah, you yeah. stood in front of the because level select you run around right it's like you a stood little, in front of the level you okay. hear the like um the melody basically but like okay. it's just all strings it's meant to like suggest it to you you're like oh my yeah i see so alex cash cash they're an american electronic group consisting of three djs um, and they work with Sega sometimes. Sega has, like, a big pool of, like, contributing musicians. Yeah, which is, like, I get it, because obviously they need to get music for games and stuff, but, like, it's weird and not something yeah. that I have much visibility into. But, and I mean, yeah. I've heard, like, even the, the recent Sonic game, Sonic Frontiers, apparently mm-hmm. has got a pretty solid soundtrack. I believe that. They're like really committed to their popular music take when it comes to Sonic games. Like and the crazy thing is that goes back to like at least Sonic 3 when they were hiring Michael Jackson for Jax. Yeah. So yeah. it's not something wow. that I like expected cuz even coming in this week I was like, "Right, Crush 40 does the Sonic soundtracks." And that's not really the case. Crush 40 works on Sonic games sometimes. Yeah. And Jun Sanoe is typically a contributor. But like it's a lot of just like other people it's like several people from the sega sound team and then you get yeah american artists you get youtubers like and like in in their (laughs) collaborations on sonic anniversary projects and stuff Mm -hmm. again like sega does all this weird shit because they kind of have to because they are number two in the the jumping mascot game (laughs) gotta branch out yeah and it's like we said it's interesting results and this is one of them and it's uh what do you think about this one alex um, what I thought was cool about this one, and it makes sense in the context of how it's used in the game, uh, but they really make it sound more like chiptune mm. um, and like electronic. Yes. Which plays into the, like, the, it's because it's the classic Sonic version. Right. Of the, of the song. So, yeah, there's a lot more sounds that have that feel to it, like retro. Uh, yeah, there is not that this that... isn't technically a retro video game <laughs> song these days, but even right, more 2011. Retro. Yeah, but yeah, calling back. You're right, because there is like a, and I thought that the synths on this and everything were kind of safe, but it may be more so that they're diving into like the Sega kind of sound bank and being like, well, here's some stuff that sounds like original Sonic. Um, particularly on the chorus and stuff, that kind of like big hype up synth that comes in that you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I can see myself going through loop to loops on the on the original Sonic to this. Like it makes sense. So yeah, it is like throwback electro pop. Yeah. Little bit of that. Um but yeah, it's very much it's also like got that more modern, like dancey feel to it, right? For sure. Um I mean, it's got the like huge kick four on the floor yep. kick. Like the all the riffs are on s- synthesizer. Um, even like the intro is like a bump 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 bump. Like it's not slap bass anymore. 
No, yeah, it's this little digital synth kind of emerging from like water almost because it starts yeah. out a little like compressed and mm-hmm. comes out. Um, and then there's some other more modern stuff. I say modern, even more modern when it came out ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, the the like heavy auto tune sound. Oh yeah, particularly on the vocals. Yeah. Uh, what is the line he says where it's like? Is it the second verse where it's very auto-tuned? I think it is. I didn't really put timestamps, but... That's the one where he talks about... Yeah. Yeah, on, live so and, like, on the line, live and learn. It's like... like <laughs> got all that auto-tune stuff going on. Or like rapid pitch. Got digital pitch band. Yeah, it's very much like a speak and spell got sentience. <laughs> yeah. So, amusing. Um... Another. There's more. There's more synth stuff. Like, I mean, we talked about following the vocals with the guitar on the original. The synthesizer doing that. Um, pre-chorus also has like a, but like intervals. Do de do de do de do de. Yeah. As far as like remixes go, it's one that it lays. It falls into this realm of like celebrating the original more so than trying to like replace it it's just like remember how good that song was yeah. here's like a little synthed up version and you're like well this isn't as good but i think th- this cover version agrees with my mindset that the original kicked ass so like i don't know <laughs> insofar as a song can musically express the idea of the original being good yeah it definitely feels reverent but i think the game sonic generations kind of has that too and exactly. because it's for a game like it's probably maybe a little safer or like it, it's background music ultimately yeah because song generations is i'm assuming the 20th anniversary celebration game because 2021 like i believe was is the 30th anniversary yeah. so 2011 would place this right in that point and yeah it is like a look how far sonic's come here's some old hits put in a newish light so yeah it's yeah you know it's an official version it's yeah. not badly made it's got some good throwbacks to the original they definitely make more change-ups than, like, the other remix version, because in, yeah. the, in the modern Sonic level, it's much closer, and I don't know if it's, like, it's a remix, I don't know if they re-recorded Ted Poley and Tony Harnell's lyrics or not, but they're definitely credited on the album. Right, um, and they do have, like, a different, I heard there's, like, a different guitar solo and things on that, there's, like... It's minor changes, my yeah. understanding. And, like, the level itself has kind of similar. Like, it's mostly the same. You can see, oh, it's similar, but maybe it's a bit bigger because, you know, we got power, more power for hardware now. Like, this is a field instead of just a little patch of grass uh, kind of thing. And, like, there's a right. whole tr- sequence where there's a truck chasing you. Should we talk oh, about yeah. We didn't mention that before. We didn't mention the big gun truck that <laughs> yeah, chases you. Yeah, there's a big you. gun truck that chases you. The camera flips around. 180 degrees so you're running into the camera cannot see where you're going yeah um that happens in this version of the level as well in the generations version but the truck like has buzz saws on it that it like shoots at you and at one point you run on a wall and it like also drives on a wall nice so yeah because that that truck is insane it's larger it's literally the size of the street so it's taking up the sidewalk yeah and and just just like knocking cars out knocking cars out of the way it's ridiculous but also that truck chasing itself is a throwback to the original Sonic Adventure where you get chased by a whale with that same perspective. True. And it's kind of it's weird because in the original, like if you stop or if you mess up or if you get hit, like you fall mm-hmm. into the ocean and die immediately. Yeah. But in in Adventure Two, 
I guess, I mean, that seems not great, but also the way they fixed it was like, oh, if the truck gets into you, it kind of bounces off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a massive truck, but like, it cannot yeah. defeat one hedgehog. Yeah, or just like buildings. Like, like realistically, it gets caught on some buildings. It would just fu- That thing's so huge and has such momentum behind it. It's right behind Sonic. Like, it would just fucking blow those buildings out. <laughs> but, hey, if you're asking for realism in a Sonic the Hedgehog game, I don't know, man. Maybe games about big running rodents aren't for you. But what might be for you is a version by Skyrocket in 2017. Skyrocket. Yes. Skyrocket. I found a description of Skyrocket by Skyrocket. Described in the music as pop punk, electro rock, and perhaps even kawaii as hell. Mm. That might have been a specific song. Are you sure that wasn't a description from Gwen Stefani? (laughs) I mean, I don't know who wrote it. Super kawaii. Um, Yeah, Sky makes songs that sound like shooting stars, according to Sky. Yeah. Yeah. And so so what are they doing on this version? They also call themselves the Sleepy Song Maker. I don't know if that means they make songs that are sleepy or that they are sleepy and making songs. This one doesn't feel sleepy. No, certainly not. It feels uh, more pop punk, if you can believe it. Yeah, I mean, the vocals. Even, even moving more into like emo, I think. Yeah, because you know what? Similar to Quiet Drive, who we talked about a couple weeks back now. Yeah, It's a very similar vocal style. With that, that like kind of like tight v- sound. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Um, and it's also very electronic. And I think part of that is it's like kind of bedroom production. Yeah. You know? It is like the bedroom production version of the cash cash version in some ways. Because like that opening little is, I think, like a sonic sound file being used. Yeah, it seems like it. There's more as much as like having more electronic stuff was like, oh, it's a little bit more like bleepy and bloopy like a Genesis. This like actually has the probably the Genesis sounds as far as I can Yeah, you get like a Genesis jump. You get the ring collection noise. Yeah. And a lot of other stuff like this is an extremely busy version. Yes. Um, and like constantly doing different things, not even necessarily coming back to them ever. No. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's a lot of stuff. I mean, which kind of fits in with the song, right? Yeah, in terms of like upbeat and, and fast tempo, mood. we've got that for like sure. New thing, new thing. Like here, yeah, we yeah, got some twinkly sounds. We'll do this laser sound for a bit. Now there's an yeah. explosion. We're doing our pa- piano arpeggio now. I'm going to say best one or something like that, um, which might be a reference to something. I don't know. Right, yeah. Um, and now the vocals are have, like filtered. So it's, yeah, it's all kinds of stuff happening, constantly changing. Yeah, immensely busy and... um like yeah you kind of just have to pick pieces that stand out to you and be like okay yeah there's some sonic like sounds oh there's we got some guitar going really quick um yeah it kind of sits in between the original version and the cash cash remix and is like a worse version of both i think <laughs> no offense to uh, uh skyrocket to skyrocket like, it's where it's it's definitely i found it a little more interesting to listen to than the cash cash version mm. um just because of the like sheer 
like number of things coming like, at you. That why, yeah, is just, just like, the number of things happening. That's um, fair, yeah. And it's got, like, there's times where, because the Cash Cash version has, like, kind of a breakdown section. Right. Um, in the second verse. And this one, like, almost seems like it's going to do that, and then just doesn't do that. Running. Right. It just, that's like, fair. keeps going. It kind of chills out, but, like, it's very, very brief. Chill. Oh, that's why they say no break. Is that what they say? Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. There's so much happening. It's easy to miss mm-hmm. a little thing. Because they kind of do like a breakdown that starts to sound at around like 155. And then two minutes to 201, they'll, no break! Because they're not actually going to do a break for you. They do say no break. Yeah, because it really sounds like that's going to happen. That makes um, sense. And then it doesn't. And then, yeah, it's a lot of like chip tuney sounds after that kind of for the outro and then like with bit crush sounds yeah i will give skyrocket this it risks more than the the cash cash version does like it's trying harder where like cash cash has the safety net of the sega sound team to be like well let's make this very safe and sound yeah let's make it appealing let's make it appealing whereas this person was like i'm just gonna chuck a bunch of sounds i like and push them through two yeah. and a half minutes of Sonic. Like, that's that's the song. It's very maximalist. Yes. In that way. Um, but I do, I, yeah, I, I like the retro tie-in, and uh, I'm not 100% sure what I feel about the, what I will say is inconsistency, but it's more like, perhaps incoherency? I don't know. Like, there's just the fact that it's constantly introducing new things and then discarding them. Even though it does kind of make sense in terms of the, like, short attention span that you might associate with, like, Sonic. Right, and with, like, high speed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, it's yeah, depending, it's a take-it-or-leave-it version. Either you like it or you don't. Yeah, I'm sure plenty of people would, would leave it based solely on the vocals just because it's the, like, kind of emo, pop-punky sound that... And I will say, not the strongest vocals in that genre, I've heard. Fair. There's, uh, there's some points where you can feel like they're really straining. And it's true. Like, and, that's like, they true. have nowhere to go, because that was my other thing, is, like, they start out pretty... Rolling around at the speed of sound! And then, like, how do you go higher than straining your vocals that much already? Right. It's it's tough. There's no upward momentum vocally and so you're just stuck there. So yeah, maybe like transpose it down a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. So a you have somewhere bit. to go. But uh we've got nowhere to go but acoustic covers now, Alex. It's all <laughs> yeah, acoustic that's, from here. <laughs> no, that's all that's the only thing that's left. Yeah. So we got Suko G in uh twenty seventeen. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow Guess stick around, have to keep moving on Guess what lies ahead Yeah, French guy Yes Um, looking him up, he's disappeared Yeah, apparently he's a former YouTuber YouTuber? YouTuber? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the story is But like looking at his YouTube channel, it's deleted Like all the videos are deleted yeah. He's got 471,000 subscribers and no videos. So I don't know what, what story is there, but because, uh, you know, we, we look at, like to look up videos, and this seems like the kind of guy who would do a video of this. Yeah. He's a YouTuber. But nothing. 
And yeah, you even look at his like album cover for this on Spotify, and it's like, yeah, this guy would do the YouTube cover video that we all expect, where yeah. it's like him playing all the different instruments. But of course, there's only like one instrument on this. <laughs> there is only one instrument. So yeah, what happens in this one? Well, not enough, in my it's, opinion. It's an acoustic version. Yeah. Yes. He, he strums that guitar. He sings. Yes. Um, I th- yeah. think we start off. Strong conceptually, I think, in terms of if you're going to do an acoustic cover of a song that's about running around the city really quick, you know you're a little up your own ass. <laughs> so I think leaning into that and having fun with what is a silly concept is a great. And so him opening with these whoa, ho, 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 these kind of like over emotive, like we're gonna get into some real emotional stuff kind of singing is yeah, funny. We're gonna go places. And a strong start. He just does not back it up with the rest of the song. Yeah, I didn't think it was that interesting. I mean, there's also kind of the thing he does with the strumming. Like, I kind of like it during the verses, and then it just becomes more like... I don't know, it's just like, it seems sounds like a really straightforward chord progression the rest yeah. of the time. It's very much like... Like, it's... Da, da, da. I don't know, it's a common progression, and I'm blanking on what it is. Yeah, it's like... That, it's just like... So, I guess one thing I'll give him is like he doesn't really slow it down much, mm-hmm. which I think was a good idea for this style because I don't know. I feel like it would just be too much if it was also slow, like a slow acoustic version of this. Song. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's only ridiculous. like 30 seconds longer here, give or take. Yeah. And, and I that's like, that's fine. Is that from being slow? I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but he's not like, you, you know, he's not like, trust in yeah. what you can't see. Trust in what you can't see. Like, it's it's not full pace, but it's not slowed all the way down either. Yeah. he But he needs, like, a second, like, comedic beat. We need, or like, like, like either that, something like, that guitar expands to, like, a banjo or something where it's like, <laughs> or, like, we need... That more silliness in here or like a breakdown section where it's just hand claps or like it needs more dynamics in here because right now it's just like it's just something you would do and be like hey yeah any song can be four chords check this out right it's escape from the city from sonic the hedgehog 2 or sonic adventure 2 battle yeah it sounds a bit like i mean this would be probably amusing at like an open mic or something yeah. But also still probably feel a bit a bit lacking. Yeah, we would probably do one verse chorus and then lock it down there, you know? Yeah. And we'd be like, yeah, I remember that. This guy played the Sonic song. Yeah. Now, we want to talk about somebody who does a kind of one-note concept that I think hits a lot stronger. Let's talk about longest solo ever in 2019. Longest solo ever. <laughs> This is off of an album called Green Hill Funk. Yeah, Green Hill Funk. I think this one leans more disco than funk, though. Certainly some funk elements in there, but it's got a very disco feel to it to me. This song is interesting to me because Mm -hmm. it's basically two songs put together. Okay, what do you got? The second song 
is called Conscious Club. It's a Wolfpack song. Okay. But so much of this song is like f- from that. I don't know. I don't know if they have a common ancestor, but I'm listening to that and it's basically like they did. Oh, I would recommend the instrumental version uh, oh, okay. for analysis yep. reasons. Um, but it kind of sounds like they're doing City Escape, but also Conscious Club, which I'm not like maybe there's earlier funk or disco music that does that stuff, probably. But to me, just the combination of elements is like also in that other song. It's weird. Right. Like the the piano chords, the turnaround is like the same. Like they do that. It's very, very similar. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is just Just like primordial funk. Like, yeah, common ancestry. Because, like, something about, like, even the rhythm that just kind of, like, feels like it could be any funk song slash disco era song. Yeah. But uh, there are similarities, I noticed, between these two songs. For sure, yeah. But I think it works functionally. You still get that, like, momentum feeling, which is, I think, key to this track and, like, sonic music in general is, like, feeling like you're moving ahead. Yeah, to be, like, kind of a bit slower, but still have that momentum. Yeah. But without, like, the fast guitars kind of thing. Yeah, and part of that is, I guess, that very, like, disco-styled bass. Gotta be the bass, yeah. It's like, like, boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, bam, like, root octave kind of deal. Yeah, bass is whole, bass is, bass is It's the backbone of this song, work, like, it makes sure. it work. Um... Yeah, super funky version. So lots of that. I mentioned the piano chords. The kind yeah. of da 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 da. That's yeah. the regular piano chords. In the pre-chorus, they go double time. Da, da, da. Um, there's a now EP. Yep. Lots of EP plan. Um, and then the vocals are like higher in the higher yeah. register, which is a little more funky. That's not true, but they can. It can be. Yeah, and they got it, like it. It feels like yeah, high funk slash disco vocals. They do. They follow the same kind of like emphasis structure of the original. So when it's like you know, live and learn, only one way to find. Like they punch those same moments. Yeah, and I guess I find it. Yeah, sorry. go ahead. I was just gonna say because it does feel slower. Like the bass intro, like they still do it, but like it's a bit slowed down, but still feels good. Yeah, it fits with the rest of it. Yeah, you get to kind of sit in those, and you're doing that slap pop style, which has a good emphasis to it. Yeah. So you don't lose energy, even though you are slowing down. You just get more punch in each note. Boom, 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 boom. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a lot of simple elements that come together, and like it kind of just rinses and repeats, which is maybe the only like flaw with it, in my opinion, is that it just like it sets it up, and it does two rounds of that. You're like, okay. All right. We and the elements are all very simple. Like you said, it's like how fast is the piano playing? Is it single time or double time? Like that's your big change up in the verse to chorus structure. And all it's doing is like hitting single chords. Like it's not technically like crazy. Yeah, not ter- certainly in terms of like harm the harmony side, but like Yeah. To get some good rhythm going on. Yeah, good rhythm. You get some good layering of elements. You get like a little extra kind of string synth or maybe just strings that come in on the chorus. Like it's good elements and they come together. Well, I think it's a very listenable version. And I think like we said, it keeps a bit of that momentum despite being slower. Yeah. So it works. Yeah. This one works, buddy. This one. 
works. It works. Let's talk about a different one, though, Alex. Let's talk about Lost Tree in uh, 2021. tree now we're slowing things down slowing things way down because lost tree Mm -hmm. it does like chill remixes and well i'm reading all this description i'm seeing lo-fi hip-hop lo-fi house allegedly vocal lo-fi but there's no vocals in this version yeah nothing on this one so yeah lo-fi chill project from a uk-based producer composer and vocalist who also goes under the the name dj sayer or sare maybe s-a-r-e yeah i wouldn't know either but yeah here we've hit you know this is kind of a classic video game cover is the lo-fi chill remix yeah everything is like heavily tape echoed which we've We've talked about this kind of thing before. Everything, yeah, you know, absolutely. Big, like, saturated sound. Lots of that, like, slight detuning, particularly later on, that you might get from, from an old tape or from a tape that's not being played at the right speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, lots. Very lo-fi, very chill. So, like, the intro bass yeah totally slowed down changed to like a bump 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 but like they keep it kind of rhythmic in that way yeah it's a cool sounding synth mm-hmm. and i like the way it sounds i like a lot of what the sounds are on this but sometimes a question we ask on the show is does this need to be a cover of the song then can it just be its own thing i'm uh, like i don't yeah. think this one benefits from being it an does escape feel from the city very cover. different yeah um, obviously, because the original is so hectic, so mm-hmm. upbeat. Um, it's the it was nice listening through the playlist to have yeah. one at a different speed. Sure, yeah, playlist wise, like it's a nice little break, and you're like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Uh, as for that, I I don't know, I don't know, but I I I did I did like this one. Yeah, I think we got some real money in that opening synth, and then just like. I don't know, change change up the, the melody and stuff, because we get like a kind of lullaby vocal track. There's... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't... It's not... Like, it's not as much of a slave to the riff. Yeah, certainly not. Um, as, like, the original. And so it's a lot more focused on that vocal synthesizer, or that synth that follows the vocal melody. Um... And, of course, everything is just so echoey. And, uh, like, if I'm comparing it to another one, it, it also feels fairly busy comparing it to, like, Skyrocket. Sure. It feels busy at times just because, you know, it has that, like, ambient lo-fi sound where, like, everything just, like, fills out the space. Right. There's always something filling that yeah. space. It's got a lot more consistency. It doesn't have that, like, now we're doing this sound effect, now we're doing this sound effect kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It does, you know, switch things up as it goes. Like I was mentioning, as it goes through, um, because it's slower, it doesn't repeat the verse. It just goes like first pre-chorus, chorus, and then right. repeats the chorus. Um, and is ends up being about a little bit longer than the original with all that. But like once it goes through again, oh, like this time it cut down. 
um and like now the synth is like detuned right it's got that right. like, tape detuned sound and then like the drum beat kind of cuts out or comes back and like oh now we have this big synth sweep and like there's string stuff so like it's a little more in terms of the elements like oh yeah 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 this is what i would expect i would expect now we're getting excited oh we'll do the string synth right near the end yeah it fills out the space kind of thing and like you have to do something because you've taken out all of the momentum from this yeah. track so you need these big like ambient fillers or else my god this version would be very boring yeah I think I wonder like it's if I was at a Sonic themed cafe and this was playing would I be like oh, this is great I'm so glad that a slow version of Escape from the City is playing or I don't know should this just be something else because I like that synth and they spend a lot of time on the outro on that because I think they know that that's the best part so I wonder if we should just take that you know, for, for, forget its Sonic origins and then just build something else around it. It is still pretty heavily based off of the riff from the original. That's true, but, you know, wasn't it Bob Dylan who would listen to songs on the radio and be like, hey, I like that chord progression take and that just, one. like, take yeah. that and just do something with it? Like, Yeah, you could move it this, you could move it to something else and not notice that it's... Yeah. Because, yeah, like, escape from sounds a lot different. It does. It does sound quite different. It's very different. But, yeah, that's my... And, like, maybe I'm just, like, again, I have a huge nostalgia for the song, so maybe hearing it slow, I just go, no, that's not my escape from the city. Not my Sonic. Not my Sonic. My Sonic isn't slow. What is this? how dare you? slow Sonic game? Sonic 3D Blast. What is this? Sonic 3D Blast? Yeah, what is this? Sonic 3D Blast? More like Sonic 3D, my ass. Got him. All right. More like Sonic uh, 3D, no blast processing. That's right. Fucking. I hope that's not too too deep a cut. That's like the. That's something people know about Sonic, right? Blast yeah. processing? Blast processing. That's how you process all the blasts in the game. Yeah. Um, but we need to process now the 2021 version by Crush 40 and uh, Nate Wants to Battle. Nate Wants to Battle. <laughs> Who has a different name now, I think. I think he's no longer Nate Wants to Battle, but it's actually... I think his name is, name. like, his name is Nate. Oh, yeah, certainly. I'm, I'm certain his legal name isn't one word <laughs> Nate Wants to Battle. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I've seen... Um, channels, let's see. Nate Wants to Battle, Sean Christmas, Nate and Dookie. Give heartbeats. Ghost Fight. Wait a minute. Did we talk about Ghost Fight? Ghost I fight. I feel like we talked about Nate wants a battle in the past, but I can't remember. I think so too, but when. I can't remember. I couldn't when. like I looked at our old previous video game episodes or the ones I remember, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find a Nate wants to battle. Excuse me. We, sh- we sure it wasn't like but... objection. Was he not on that one? I didn't see him on it. Okay, what other ones have we done? Maybe he was on. I don't know, but I do feel like I remember that. But you know what? Who knows? Who can say? what Nate wants to do. He wants to battle. <laughs> so he's a YouTuber and he's part of some record label now. Um Yeah, and it would be super cool to like this is like getting called up to the big leagues, right? And like yeah. Crush 40 calls you and is like, "Hey, do you want to perform our song with us?" Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I freaking do. Cuz I guess Ted Poley was busy. Yeah, I guess so. Doing other stuff. Doing other things. Escaping um, from the city. So this is a 30th anniversary performance. This was in 2021. 
um, yep. part of the big Sonic we 30th anniversary celebration. Live show. Um, it's got the band. It's got he sings Nate. Nate sings Nate the sings. song, but he's like not possibly there. remotely. It yeah, seems to be like pre-recorded. I think that would make sense I don't sense think as you well. could do it remotely. Like I don't think you could. The, the, the delay would be too much. Yeah. yeah. So um, it seems to be pre-recorded, um, but that's cool. Um, yeah, and so we start out with just kind of like a little, there. and they have a, like rock an orchestra. Jam, yeah. that, yes, well, that's another thing I wanted to mention because it is a symphony uh, performance. Yeah. You get Crush Forty backed by a symphony. So and that and so I believe that is Jensen Owe on the uh, guitar. Yeah, it seems to be. But is it really Crush Forty if if Johnny G's not there? And also, know. where the fuck is Johnny G? He's American, so he's definitely not the bass player. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um. I don't know, man. He clearly ha- can perform with the name, but uh, he's was he really involved in this song? Um, not Maybe really, because it's not even a Crush Forty original. So it's, but the this YouTube video does say performance by Crush Forty. So that's my. I thought he wrote it. Um, Jinsenayo composed it. Yeah. There's no actual credit for Crush Forty on this, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, listen, man. I'm just as surprised as you are. Yeah. It's not a Crush 40 song? What? Maybe that's where Tony Harnell comes in, if he's not singing on this, if it is Ted Poley. Because Tony Harnell does some writing for Sega as well. Oh, maybe. So maybe he wrote the track. Um, Listen, but know. yes, like you said, there's they've got like this slower intro, which is a bit mm-hmm. weird. Um, and like to the point where it almost feels like they're like doing a fake out. Yeah, like ah, oh, psych. It was Escape from the City all along, or it would be if they weren't playing the opening cutscene from the game on a big screen at the same time. Yeah, so I think it's to kind of like hype people up a bit. Yeah, I like it's right. It's like a psych out, and then people start seeing that, and then you know what's going to come, and you're like, well, how are we going to get from this kind of slow rock jam to <laughs> uh, Escape from the City? And, and how the do they do is, it with strings? Kind with of with strings. Yeah, so we start filling in the back with some strings. And then the strings do that kind of like big hype up build. Yeah. And then boom, you get and this the bass fucking cool dude on bass. And then it lets us know that Nathan Sharp wants to battle. Some yeah, and then vocals. he comes in. It's the kind of the it's kind of weird how they show it. Yeah. On the screen. Actually, I'm looking at the credits in this version, and it shows composer Jun Sinoe and Ted Poley, and those are the only two names it lists. Interesting. So, I mean, Tony Harnell is the vocalist, and Ted Poley is the lyricist, the lyricist? maybe. Maybe. I don't know why this is um, you not think it would recorded. Clearer. Yeah, it's, the year was 2001, not yeah. fucking 1945. It's not like they recorded, then disappeared, or like died or something. No, yeah. they still perform also, this song. Yeah, and they all work <laughs> with Sega. Like. Yeah. Um... Okay. It's a bit annoying, but it's fine, yeah. I guess. It's fine. Anyway, so the way it's shown um in this recording, this video, is mm-hmm. there's like three kind of some I guess hexagonal kind of Yeah, these uh, things on the screen, and one of them shows Nate, one of them shows the um game, the and gameplay, one of them shows yeah. the, the symphony. Yeah, and sometimes it'll be Nate on two screens with the gameplay on one. So the bottom right one always has gameplay. Yeah, and then the top and the left one kind of switch and sometimes merge. I mean, they're still separate, but they're showing a continuation of the same thing, right? 
but yeah, it is typically like here's some symphony, here's here's Nate up at the top. Um, yeah. So we're like, talking a lot about the visuals. Let's talk like are. instrumentally. It really yeah. is this the the same track. Yeah, but, it's close. It's got the symphony to punch things yeah, up a bit. Punched up by symphony. Again, this is like a cele- like more so than even the cash cash version. This one is a like celebration of how cool the original is. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think. There's not even really like anything hugely specific. Thi- not even any like hugely specific things that the orchestra does. And I'm like, yes, that's the orchestra. It's like no, they do the swells when it's exciting. Like they replace because the, the original had like several guitars, and they're like, oh no, we need to put this on the you know violin or whatever right or yeah. several strings so like like they're doing that part of like some of the distorted guitars or something similar and there's horns too right because that's right like a whole orchestra so the original doesn't really do horns but there are horns in the like pre-level intro section right <laughs> which is a little funny but now they have horns in the actual song mm-hmm. um yeah, but they basically, like, they kind of replace the guitars and fill out the space, right? Yeah, it's just, like, yeah, symphonic ambiance slash, like, hype up. So it's, like, it's, it fills out the space and it gives us a, it takes up some of that energy. It's, like, here, it's not just going to be just the yeah. bass giving you that. It's going to be just big pounding strings. If strings can pound. If strings can pound. Oh, strings can pound. <laughs> um, And honestly, like, for the rat, like, for the vocals, I would probably... I don't have much to say about them other than like they're pretty much like perfect. Yeah, like, they're as, like as a version of the original lyrics, it's like, yeah, that is as good as you could do it, I think. I think so, yeah. Like in terms of like, is he offering a new take on it? Not at all. Is he doing a bad job of doing the original? Not at all. He's, no. he's, he's, he's just, just like does right it and like totally nails it and it's like, yeah, okay. He does yeah. he does a great job. Like, way to go, dude. It's like like the, the original singer was sick and he's the understudy. He's just like, well, I'll come in. I've watched him do it. I know how to do it. Here's how you do it. And he does it. And it is done. Yeah. No changes, but no deficiencies. No yeah. deficiencies. Totally so. And, and I mean, that's kind of hard to do in any field. So, like, good on yeah. you, Nate, for that. But also, but, yeah, you're not, like, reinventing the escape. Yeah, I, the I, do, I don't have much more to say about his vocal. No, I think we said more than I imagined we would. Yeah. But you want to talk about horns, Alex? You want to talk about hype? You want to talk about ska? And so that's why we're going to 2022 <laughs> to talk about the third rates. I would love to talk about the third rates. Um, I looked at their website and I had to look up what STL was because it says what we're mostly STL? from STL. It's St. Louis. City. Okay. The city of St. Louis. So I was like, I know what ATL is. Yeah, you're like, so not Atlanta. <laughs> STL. STL makes Atlanta. more sense because yeah. it's just the first three letters. Um, yeah, there's Ska. There's Ska Band. I feel like a, a lot of the time we end up doing Ska as our last cover. Is Ska like... In a revival Re-emerging? moment? Are we in a revi- ska revival right now? Well, real ska hardcore people will tell you ska never died. Just kind of stop being in the mainstream. But I think in the same way that we're, we're turning, you know, like this the, the decade cycle, I think maybe the 90s is, is in the hot yeah, spot. Yeah, I guess so. And some of that like late 
late 90s in particular. Yeah, particular. but there is like a lot of ska bands, and for one reason or another, maybe they're not just being created, but rather just getting more spotlighting in this. True. And this we know period. what ska is now. We know what ska this is. This was not true three years ago. That's um, true. <laughs> that was one of the forgotten arts. <laughs> yeah. Is, are they, I guess they call it the third rates. I was going to say, is this fifth wave ska? But they call themselves the third rates, and I think that might be a reference to the a fact reference that to like third wave third ska. Wave ska. Um, and the fifth wave thing was a joke because it's definitely, you know, third third wave. Third wave. We're in the third um, wave of ska. I don't even know if there is a fifth wave of ska. These guys are from San Luis. Uh, <laughs> San Luis. Yeah, San I am. I I'm, I feel like I'm making keeping things off topic. But what do they do? They do a ska version. For sure. With one major problem. Yes. Maybe more. Definitely one major problem. I feel like they don't get the bass at the, the intro. The bass is, yeah, it sounds a little Something's rough. Something's wrong, and I don't, like, I feel like that needed a few more takes. Like, I feel like it's slow or something. Like, it's not yeah. quite, it, they don't nail it. I it wonder if pop. it's tone issue or something because they do try to seem to be like hitting the lower parts of the low end so it does sound a little muddy that might be it too Uh, there's something wrong with it i don't mind gnarly tone bass like that but you're right in that the original like slaps and pops in the truest sense of the word like it has punch and it has like a good yeah tone to it and this one feels a bit limp Mm -hmm. and that's unfortunate because honestly i think the rest of it's pretty decent yeah i mean we talked about the horns on the the crush 40 version there good the horns on this fantastic like the yeah the, they got the, they do horns they're, they're the ska horns. horns and they have such energy behind them just you're like oh fuck yeah <laughs> i can skank to this yeah and there's just like like they're all over the place like you never know when there's gonna be horns and there's always horns yeah uh, just playing all the time, either supporting things, and sometimes they just like play their own little riffs here and there, you know. Yeah. And licks. And licks. Um, the bass when we get into the verses sounds fine to me at that point. We've recovered from whatever happened in the intro, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just and we're starting needed, to benefit from some pu- of that. It a punch ride. up for, to have the spotlight on it. Yeah, but it's fine the rest of the time. Um, the vocals. Hmm. I mean, pretty decent. They feel, they feel like looser. Yeah, um, if that makes sense. Like they, like these guys don't really care if they change the the timing up a little bit or or the melody a little bit. Yeah, and even if his vocals sound like a bit rough at sometimes, it's part of the the journey. Right? It feels like it's part of the performance, right? Yeah, like he'll do like a like he doesn't. Well, not like I did it, but like yeah, but he he'll he. he he lets it be loose. Yeah, he lets it be loose. There's a bit of more of that punk nature in this, less of the pop yeah. that you get in the original, because we're like, yeah. well, let's have the space to be human rather than a product. Yeah. So that's cool. And it also, I mean, there's a lot of them that have that like hectic, busy feeling. Mm-hmm. Once again, similar to how Skyrocket is but not doing the same thing like it has the consistency yeah but yeah big energy on this one loud drums loud horns just just a good drive fortunately there's only a brief part that's actually third rate and then they pick it up pick it up pick it up (laughs) 
was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, is there anything else to say about this one? <laughs> no, check it out. <laughs> I think that was a pretty good summary. Um, so with that, we're going to get into our final verdicts, because that does it for the cover today. we got three categories, the worst version, the best version, and the best version for running to. This is a Sonic song. It's from a Sonic game. Which one of these are you going to get a run on to? Come on. Oh, yeah. Think about it. It makes sense. Okay. Alex, what's the worst version of this? What's the worst version. Um, I think I'll probably give it to Suko G. Yeah. Just the the acoustic version was just not doing it for me. Um, I think there could be an acoustic version of this, but he, yeah, it, it this one didn't quite nail it. Yeah, you gotta do. You gotta be willing to do more than the bare minimum with an acoustic version. Mm-hmm. And he stopped there. He's like, "Well, I got the four chords." And the truth, as I said, it's one chord too many. He said, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it doesn't do much. Like, it's most interesting interesting part is the intro where he does some like whoa woes, and then we we fall downhill from there pretty quick. So it's uh, it's the no, no good. Alex, what's the best version of this? (sighs) What is the best version of this? I liked a couple of them. But I didn't really think about like which one Bestness? was number one, which you think by now I would. You would. You I would think that would always be on your mind. <laughs> You'd think. Um I just looking over them. I think it's I think it's the third rates. I think you might be right there, Alex. I think, I think that's the one. Like if we go down the line here, uh the cash cash version, solid but safe. The Skyrocket version, a little too busy for me. Suko is bad. Longest solo ever, very listenable, but not quite as dynamic as I would maybe like it to be. Yeah, and I honestly, I did like, I liked the Lost Tree one quite a bit. That one, actually, what I found this Mm -hmm. week was they kind of um, got stuck in my head as an amalgam. So, Uh. like, I would be humming along... And it would just be switching between the different versions, basically. Right, just picking out the best parts. Yeah, so you get like parts. that, that intro like... synth from Lost Tree, those horns from uh, <laughs> the yeah. third And rates. it was the intro synth from Lost Tree, yeah. And then like, yeah. So probably the third rates for their like consistency. Mm-hmm. And but it's not I, like a yeah. brave change up. Yeah. But it, it's like it hits. It's very good, I think. It's logical. Yes, it's logical. It's and the 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 additions are nice. The intro bass is sloppy, so maybe you can just take that song, chop that out, put in the original bass intro. Yeah, perfect, perfect. You're perfect. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. Ah, uh, there you go. Third rate's best version. Alex, running, run in and run in, run in and run in, run in. You know, we talked about workout music. Yes, a little while ago. Um. And the one that makes the most sense to me to like run to, like actually run to, because most of us aren't Sonic Speed runners, mm-hmm. um, is the the Cash Cash uh, version from Sonic Generations. Just like it has the yeah, a good pulse. beat to to yeah. match up to a good that pulse, you can match up to as opposed to just like the really really fast, almost too fast for like jogging. Right. Yeah. Because if you put on the original, you're gonna be out of breath because you're like, oh shit. I thought I was Sonic the Hedgehog. For a minute there. For a minute there. Swept my arms back. <laughs> yeah. I picked up some momentum and then just boom, arms back. And that's not going to work out for you in the long run. Yeah. And a truly so a long run. That one makes the most sense to me as a running song. 
that solid. I'm going to go a little off. I'm going to do longest solo ever, which I think has a good, like, it's a slower pace, but it's still a good movement pace. And if you're cheating, I think, you know, if you're, like, roller skating, rollerblading to that, kind of like the Shadow the Hedgehog run where he's got the little rocket shoes. Oh, yeah. You're laughing. It's got that kind of, that disco vibe. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. You could do the little spins and stuff where you're going backwards for a bit. Now you're having a party. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, That's, no, I, yeah. I, I like that. And I definitely w- run to the other song I said it sounds like, Conscious Club. So. Oh, Conscious Club. So, hey, it's, it's yeah. already got the Alex Mildenberger uh, seal of approval. Seal of approval. Fantastic. That does it for our final verdicts. You got a similar opinion, different opinion, want to talk to us about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoverMePod, at Jake DeCresi, that's Malik's Wise Guy. We're still there for now. I don't know how long that's going to last. I'll let you guys know if we move to a new platform, by which I mean I'll move to a new platform. Hey. Alex is riding. What, Alex is the band mean? on the Titanic. He's staying with it till the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, be, you know, you can email us as well. CoverMePod at gmail.com. Send us comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. Always love to get suggestions. Of course, we're running up soon into a period of just like a lot of theme months here, so... If you got suggestions, I hope they're either love songs or Bowie songs, because that's what's that's what's coming up, coming down the pipeline here. Be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app, my favorite podcasting app, our favorite podcasting app. Rate and review us. We're still probably at a three point nine on Spotify. Bump those numbers up, folks. Create a fake Spotify account. Listen to the show. Give us a five star. Send us an email <laughs> saying you did it, and call us the Name meanest system. name you can think of. And then we'll read it out loud and we will sob real tears, package those tears up, send them to you. Maybe. Probably not. But, hey, only one way to find out. Like they say in the Sonic song. song. (laughs) Uh, Tell your friends about us. We have no marketing budget. So, you know, you got to tell everybody. Tell everybody you know. Tell all the people that you see that you listen to cover me. Follow me down. That'd be a good ending quote if we were doing the uh, Doors song. But we're not. But I'll tell you what we do always say on Cover Me, because it is the end of the episode. As we always say on Cover Me, I'll make it through, prove it to you. Cover Me.